Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Weird World Podcast. Hi. Hi. Oh, you're talking about mm-hmm. My name's Gary. I'm Erin. I'm Dean. Dean, what are you going to tell us? Something. As I promised. A spooky. Yes, yes. October spooky. episode. This is our first full-length episode in Spooky Halloween 2020. This is is a very, well, I think pretty well-known story. It's the story of Mowgli's Palace. It's not a well-known story. I think a lot of our listeners will be familiar with it. Is hopefully. it Mowgli? You know, I thought so too, <laughs> but apparently I've been told it's Mowgli. Is it really? How do they say it in the movie? I thought it's Mowgli. It's the late 1990s. Ooh, way back. Disney! Was I alive yet? Maybe. She was very late, nineteen ninety. Yeah, I was been probably. Alive well, you might have been for you might have been for this. I think I don't know if it actually says it explicitly, but this Mowgli's Palace is going to open in nineteen ninety eight or nineteen ninety nine. Oh, okay, she was so born on the not. verge of the Y two K disaster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She, it was she, all me. Baby. Was it her fault? Maybe people have said <laughs> she caused it. Mm-hmm. So Disney announces a huge new theme park that's going to be patterned after Jungle Book. It'll be built on Emerald Isle in North Carolina. That's one of those kind of, I don't know if it was an outer bank or something, but it's a barrier island along the coast north of Wilmington, North Carolina. The park ran into trouble almost immediately, though. It was protested by the locals who did not want the crowds and congestions or apparently also the revenue and jobs. Yeah. But Disney had already drawn bad blood since the land and some homes were taken by eminent domain to make the park. Worse yet, the state government, when they were doing the eminent domain action, they said that it was for a new highway. And then they they got the eminent domain through the courts or whatever and sold the land to Disney to build its theme park. A little little dirty deal. Wow. Mm -hmm. So... Not an auspicious start for Mowgli's Palace. Still, Disney plowed ahead. They sunk $30 million into developing the the park, designing, developing, building it, hiring all kinds of staff. Within a year, it was ready. It was completed. The staff was hired. Everything's ready to go. Okay. Its centerpiece was going to be this huge, well, it was, this huge palace patterned after, like, where an Indian Raja might Live and apparently it was uh, sort of a resort because you'll see later there's oh. there's rooms in there so uh, yeah. it was like a hotel resort in there. I mean there are exhibits and stuff like that, but that Central Palace was also a resort. Then though, either just as it was going to open or just after it opened, Mowgli's Palace was abruptly shut down. <laughs> Everything was chained up and left behind, abandoned. All records, in fact, were expunged and erased from any Disney media and apparently even any like local records and stuff like that. Just Disney had some deep pockets, and the park was completely abandoned, and all trace was forgotten and, like I, as I say, erased. Hmm. Over the years, Mowgli's Palace just sank into oblivion. It was overtaken by the surrounding forest. Disney had planted lots of, lots of exotic flora, but also like, you know, the neat rows of whatever poinsettias and, and flowers and stuff like that. So a, aren't, they, that, aren't they really big with poinsettias, I think, maybe? It's the Christmas flower. Yeah, so they, they do lots of that. Poisonous? All theme parks have those, don't they? Whatever. In flowers. December. Pretty flowers <laughs> in amongst, uh, you know, an, an overrunning natural forest. Mm-hmm. Some say also say that the animals, there were animals that were going to be in some of the exhibits. They were 
let loose on the grounds. <laughs> so I'm guessing a panther. bears, yeah. panthers, and orangutans, yeah. right? So yeah. you be careful. Then one intrepid blogger named Christopher Wolf, he hears about Mowgli's palace from his friends. He lives only about four hours away, he says. So he actually has this vague memory. He remembers when it, back then when he was younger. I guess he was a teenager when in the late 90s. And, and he has this vague memory, but he hears about it now that, hey, is this, this is an abandoned theme park. You can go there and check it out. So Wait, be- Do people live on the island or did yes. they? Okay. There are locals, yes. Okay. Christopher begins researching the abandoned $30 million theme park. And then he remembers, wait a second. I, my, I was sent, my family was sent this old promotional map that Disney mailed out to, I guess, everybody within a four-hour radius? I don't know. And before the, the planned opening, they had mailed out these mailers. So he, luckily, his family had received ones. He's able to, through this torturous that he explains to us, he tells us about how he's finally able to find it in an old abandoned high school backpack or something like that. Mm. And Good Lord. He, at this point, he kind of figures, you know what, Disney owes me some free stuff. So I'm going to go, well, you know what? <laughs> I wanted to go there. I don't know. It's never, it's never completely clear why. But it's kind of like they sort of abandoned it. And they, everybody lost these jobs and things like that, right? So they kind of dicked around the local area. Uh, he's not really a local, no. but, you know. He decides, though, Christopher is going to go urban exploring and go find this, uh, this abandoned theme park yeah. and take some great pictures, maybe get some free swag if anything's left, and, just, and, and write about it in his blog. He's really excited about okay. this. Okay. So, I mean, why would you assume that it's still there? I mean, sure, they that's, abandoned that's the it, rumor. but that's the, that doesn't mean that's that what it's... started the whole thing. He heard just recently the rumors from friends that it's still there and you can oh, go okay. explore it. Okay. Ooh. There is oddly, though, as he researches it, no record of the place on any website, not even local media sites. Again, it's as if it was just expunged from the record. Yeah, you think it'd be a huge story. Yeah. But it's as if Disney sort of snuffed it out maybe out of embarrassment, and he figures that was because all the local media had, quote, swung Disney's way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. So they were obliging. All right, really? You're going you're gonna to take all those jobs you promised us? You know what? Yeah, we'll take it out. We'll make all the local newspapers exactly. and take it off their website. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's how it works, Gary. Disney has... Is, I guess so. They're scary. They're like the yakas of theme parks. Yeah. So the place is hell to find... And then it's even harder to locate uh, the actual site. So he's able to get to the to the uh, island and everything on, on Emerald Isle. And when he would like ask a local, hey, do you know how to get to this abandoned theme park, Mowgli's Palace? They would just sort of snicker at him and they won't tell him anything. They, they clam up, right? Because they're afraid of Disney. Uh, maybe. Nice. Or maybe it's a banjo situation <laughs> where there's some kind of a thing going on. I don't know. I'm just, that's possible. He went to the least friendly local. He went to an old man <laughs> on a rocking chair on an old porch. And the corn cob pipe. Yeah. He no fucked teeth. up with that one. Yeah, he did. That's his bad. So finally, though, he's a, he finds it, right? It's almost overtaken by the surrounding forest. But it, the gate has these massive wood wooden poles on both sides of the gate as if they are carved from, he says, sequoias. So these huge wooden poles carved on both sides of this massive entry gate. But, and there's a big sign that's hanging across the gate is made from like scrap metal, I guess, and it has painted on it black letters, the words abandoned by Disney. What the fuck? Mm. He figures a local just like angrily made that sign uh-huh. and hung it on the, the gate there. The locks though to the gate are broken and the gate is partly open. So he, he can't get his car through there, but he can walk in very easily. So Christopher goes into Mowgli's palace and now he uses his handy site layout that is apparently on the other side of the location map. Of 
course. was a site layout of the park. So the first map got you there from hours away. The second one is actually, here's Mowgli's Palace. It has all the exhibits and restaurants hunt. and things like that. It's kind of cool. And this is, remember, this is a, a, in presumably a, a paper map you got 14 years ago. So, okay. Alrighty, It's a little faded. Yeah. A little bit. Faded. But, you know, it's just been in his backpack the whole time. So oh. it's probably okay. He navigates the theme park with this, with this site map. It, again, it's now overrun with wild flora and fauna. Coconuts pile up beneath palm trees. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> and mushy, overripe bananas pile up below banana trees. I guess they wanted to make it look very, uh, you know, Indian forest kind of a motif, right? Yep. So they brought in coconut palms and banana trees. And there are, I'm assuming they're probably roaming bears, panthers, and orangutans. Yeah, I hope horse. he brought his mace. Well, I don't know. Snakes, too. Yes. But like mamba. Yes. Yep. And he brought, uh, no, that's Africa. And yeah, he, brought, yeah. he brought his camera, too, of course. Again, he plans on the whole yeah. thing. So he's going to take a lot of pictures, right? The place is just utterly destroyed. It's trashed. He assumes it looks like to him like angry workers on like the last day just trashed the place on the way out. Well, did it ever open? Was no. It, oh. I, like I said, it, it's they not super clear that it did, did it open. Yeah, it was like yeah. literally going to open the next day. Yeah. Something like that. Wow. When it was abandoned. So, mm. yeah, everybody's ready to go. Everybody's trained and ready. So they hear, when, yeah, you're not open. It's shutting down. Let's go. They just trashed the place on the way out. It's probably like a mini riot, let's assume. Yeah, sure. There's also been looters since then. So a lot, yeah. a lot of stuff's been yeah. taken. The buildings are just kind of ruined hulks there. Some are so rotted, they're like just look like charred refuse spilled along the ground in, and amongst the gnarled roots of the banana trees and the palms, let's assume. A friendly statue, though, of Baloo the Bear, one of my personal heroes. He the, the, is out in front of, I guess out, out in front of something, but it's a statue of Baloo, and it's been completely entwined by vines. It's, it's near the main uh, palace, Mowgli's palace, mm-hmm. there, or Mowgli's palace. So Christopher finds his way to the palace, and he heads in. He goes inside. Again, it's, the door's open. It's, the looters have been there, etc. It's completely looted inside. He describes it as the lobby. So again, I get the sense it's some kind of a big resort complex. Mm-hmm. At least this palace is, right? It, there's just nothing there. It's like an, just an echoing, empty chamber. Vast, empty, echoing That's chamber. spooky. Yeah, that is spooky. He investigate, investigates the palace, though, with his hand, handy map as a guide, which means that his map that has the site layout must also have, in turn, a layout specifically of the palace, of the palace because he, he finds like kitchens and things like that and room and stuff from this map. So that's a very useful map. Yeah. Pretty detailed map. It's very weird. Yeah, it is. And Christopher finds all the rooms and are abandoned and empty. He finds a dining room, a kitchen. In the kitchen, there's a giant freezer with meat hooks along the ceiling. So I guess they had sides of beef there at the okay. Disney freezer. Yeah. The hooks swing in seeming randomness, even though he's inside, right? There's no wind. So kind of curious, Christopher stops the hook from swinging. He lets go, but a few seconds later, the hook begins to swing. Uh-oh. I just sprint out all the way to my car <laughs> at that point. So would everyone. Oddly, also, water. Oh, I have a theory. Ooh, what's your theory, Kara? Do you want to tell it now or later? It's why it's abandoned, too. Mm, okay, let's save, let's save that for later. Okay. Okay, remember it. Okay. Water still leaks from the bathrooms and the sinks and toilets and stuff like that. And he wonders, shouldn't they have shut off the water years and years ago? Yeah. Why he's not wondering that lights work 
because he hasn't mentioned that yet in the story is confusing. So, so but they oh, must he's be. He's turning he, on lights? Yeah. He must be because they're inside this huge resort lobby. So he's inside well, kitchens and dining rooms, things like that. I mean, I guess there could be windows wherever I'm he's sure at so far. I'm sure there are windows. I know, but I know, everywhere. But once, you, like, once you go into an interior bathroom. Yes. Well, he probably brought a um, flashlight with him. No. Oh. He did not. You'll see why in a minute, why I okay. know for a fact he didn't. Oh, okay. Christopher looks through a few of the rooms. Again, I, I, I think he means guest rooms. Uh, so it appears that, that uh, you know, it, that this palace is some kind of a hotel, but he doesn't look through that many rooms. It's all kind of the same. They're all just, you know, kind of trash and abandoned and empty. At, in one room, though, he begins to hear something. At first, it's so faint, he can barely pick it up, but it grows bolder, and then he hears it closely enough that he can hear a little bit of a snatches of a conversation. The first, the first person says, I didn't believe it. Second person has a short, unclear reply. The first person says, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. The second person says, your father told you. The first person has, again, is an unknown reply that kind of sounds like weeping. <clears throat> so he is apparently not terrified. He's more dejected at this point that he hasn't found anything really cool to steal or take pictures of, right? Like a so, true colonizer. Yes. Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. an urban explorer, thank you. Yeah. Even though this is not urban at all. Christopher heads back to the front lobby. At that point, he looks back into the courtyard. Again, the courtyard that he had crossed earlier. And he notices something he had missed on the way in. It's a giant statue of an 80-foot python. He missed that 80-foot python. He did not python. see the 80-foot python <laughs> on the way in. <laughs> it's coiled on a pedestal right in the middle of the courtyard. Mm -hmm. So he missed that. He may have been looking down. Maybe He was looking at his camera, let's yeah, see. Yeah, so. sure. Texting. Yeah, he may have been texting. You're right. Well, actually, no, because he never mentions a, a cell phone throughout this entire adventure. And it's, like I said, it's the very late 90s. Oh, yeah, that's he right. He thinks, what a great photograph of that statue of a snake. So he goes close to it to get, I don't know, like a macro of the face, let's say. And suddenly the python lifts his head and looks at him. And then it quietly slithers off of the pedestal into the underbrush at the edge of the courtyard. And an 80-foot? An 80-foot python quietly slithers back. Instead of eating him, it slithers back into the underbrush. Does and such a thing exist? No, okay. it does not. Not even close. Okay. And oh, there used to be a mega big, huge snake. That was in the before times. In the before times, yes. And the biggest extinct. snake these days is about 30 feet. So Yeah. You know. okay. Christopher remembers, though, that on his map there, he sees the, something called the Reptile House, and he figures, God damn Disney, they just let their monsters go. Bastards. Yeah. So Christopher backs slowly in, into the palace lobby again, sort of scanning the area, thinking, I guess, is that snake going to come back and eat me? So he's a little nervous here. He figures, you know what? I'm getting a little fatigued little weirded out here, a little scared. I'm, I need to just sit down for a minute, collect myself, regain my strength before I get the hell out of here and book it to my car, right? So, but there's no place to sit. All the chairs are gone, it's just, and there's trash all over the floor and stuff like that. So he remembers that there's a little stairway off the lobby, and he figures, okay, I'll, I'll sit on a stair. I can rest there for a minute. <laughs> what? 
Nothing. I, I, I think he's being perfectly logical here. Pop yeah, squat sure. on some stairs. Let's go. <laughs> You're not going to sit on the stake pedestal, Carrie. No, no, that's no, for no. sure. So he sits, he finds a metal plank that he figures, okay, I'll, I'll put that down and sit on that. Okay. <laughs> he's, you know. He's, resourceful. Yeah, he's yeah. resourceful and also a little bit of a bitch because mm-hmm. just sit on the fucking stair, dude. So on that metal plank, though, he turns it over and sees graffiti and it says, abandoned by Disney. So he's sitting there from the top of the stairs, and he looks down. This is a stairway that goes down, right? He looks down, and he decides, oh, let me see what's down there. So he uses his camera, the flash on his camera, as a kind of impromptu flashlight mm-hmm. to illuminate the, the stairway, the dark stairway. Okay. At the bottom of the stairway, it ends at a metal door, padlocked with a professionally painted sign on it that reads, mascots only, thank you. He thinks score. The padlock means no one's been down in there. Yeah. If I can break into that, I'm going to find some cool stuff that I can steal and loot and photograph. He goes down, and the door is actually surprisingly easy to pry open, so he goes inside. The room is in very good shape. It's orderly. The lights work in here, even though they kind of flicker and they're not perfect, but they are working. The clock is still ticking on the wall. Ooh. There's papers and folders neatly on a desk, notepads and pens. Well, thank God Disney is still paying the electric bill. That's yeah. a good thing. And mm-hmm. the water bill. Mm-hmm. Uh, costumes and clothes hang in lockers here. They look, they're clearly abandoned many years before because he goes into a break room and he sees like rotted food Ew. on trays inside there. And an old TV in the break room was, quote, static filled. Which tells me it was on, question mark. <laughs> and it's been on for years <laughs> and years. And like, yeah. The nearest I can get, this is something like 14, 15 years after he wrote about it. So ago when he's writing yeah. about it. Uh, but again, it would have been abandoned for a few years at this point. Altogether, no, I'm sorry. It would have been abandoned about 14, 15 years at this point. It was from the late 90s. He's writing this in 2013. Altogether, it's, it has this kind of Mary Celeste kind of feel to it, doesn't it? As, as if the crew yes, just yeah. suddenly abandoned the room all those years ago, or kind of a life without people. He says it's almost like a post-apocalyptic thing, but he doesn't know what yeah. that means, apparently, yeah. because it's not. So a narrow hallway branches off from that main employee room, so Christopher goes deeper. He starts walking down that hallway, and eventually he realizes he's moving at a slight downward slope. So it's like he's descending ever further below into the bowels of this abandoned park. Luckily, though, the lights still work, and everything's <laughs> nice and bright in that corridor. So after a turn in the hallway, though, he comes onto the scene of, of surprising chaos. Tables and chairs are strewn across the hallway. There's puddles of water. There's papers and folders, whatever, splayed across the floor. It's just it's weird. Something happened here. Here, the fluorescent lights also start to fade and flicker and, and this, leave him in this kind of murky, eerie, dark and light, dark and light. So, scary. Mm-hmm. Oddly, though, everything he touches feels weirdly soft. I guess it, like pens or notepads or whatever. It feels soft, like it's in the process of dissolving or decomposing what? or rotting. Yeah, Is he high? He Did might he do be a high. tab before he got there? <laughs> I, I don't Did think he forget so. the part where he did shrooms before he entered? It's, it's, it's a spooky place. Yeah. Finally, Christopher arrives at a closed door. It is made of metal again, of course. It's colored in these kind of black and yellow stripes, though, and this door is chained shut. 
It's Loctite. A metal plaque on it says, Character Prep 1. So he says, God, I'd like to go in there. There's got to be something cool, but I can't get the door open. No luck here. So he turns to leave. But then he hears a little popping sound. He turns back, and the door is ajar. Ooh. As if inviting him in. Mm-hmm. It's completely dark inside, this little room here. Christopher uses his camera flash again because apparently those have an inexhaustible supply of energy. How does that, don't those have yeah. a finite number of flashes? So have a battery, yeah, the battery can die. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I don't know. I don't know it's I probably know not one of those cubes that That's rotates. Seriously, no, I mean, he's, no, he has a, has a real camera. He has an actual I, camera. I know. So what would the camera flash be? It'd just be powered by the battery? Yeah. A little, yeah. A little, okay. So as ever, because that is his, because again, he didn't think to bring a flashlight into a abandoned theme park. No, 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 no. He's got to use his camera flash. Mm-hmm. He uses that to illuminate the room. And also because it's, ni- it's about 1999, right? So no one had cell phones back then, Great right? Mm-hmm. I'm saying that sarcastically. A lot of people had cell phones. Yes, they did, but they didn't have flashlights. Not really. The little cell phone flashlight thing. Correct. When was that invented? Go, year, go. Not until month smartphones. Month and year. I don't know. Damn you. When was Littlest the iPhone one. invented? Is that that's really the first flashlight? Probably. That was the first yeah. smartphone. Yeah, so. yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Did you ever have a cell phone that had a flashlight before you had a smartphone? No. I had a Blackberry. Did it have a flashlight? Yeah, I think fl- you had to have an app. Remember? It was like I don't think it was built in where you could just go turn it on. Like, yeah. Okay. I think you You're probably right. had to download yeah. an app that well, activated the, fl- the flash on your camera. Then I'll forgive Christopher for having to use his uh, yeah. camera flash. I will not forgive him for not bringing a, a flashlight. Yeah. That's, that's disappointing. That, disappointing, Christopher. Yeah. Disappointing. I would have assumed. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is Dean. Hey, I screwed up the timing on this thing. So I was kind of right in the sense that he should have had a cell phone. He's doing this exploring about 2013. The park opened and closed in 1999. So it's been closed for about 14 years. That's this abandoned Mowgli's palace. But he's actually doing his urban exploration roughly 2013 or so. So yeah, the dude should have had a cell phone with uh, a light and all that. Anyway, just wanted to clear that up. Back to the story. So he uses the camera flash to illuminate this dark, dark room trying to find a light switch but he can't find any light switch. Then he hears this kind of uh, like an electronic buzz kind of a sound, and then abruptly the lights inside flash on. Christopher sees that he is surrounded by giant Disney character costumes hanging from hooks all along the walls. Every Disney costume you think of is on a hook all along the walls. Mm -hmm. There are massive heads loll limply attached to the shoulders of each costume. There's even a rack of loincloths, <laughs> apparently for various ma- Mowgli cold. actors. Uh, no, I'm thinking Mowgli. Mowgli wore a loincloth. I know, but yeah. they probably danced Maybe at so. a restaurant okay. or something. So yeah. there's, there's a, that seems, or, or that seems a little uh, R-rated for Disney. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think I appreciate that Disney. Well, they were probably wearing um, dance belts and shit like that. Like le- full body leotards. Oh, gotcha. You know, the loincloth. That matched their Got skin it. color Got and it. then a loincloth over it. Okay. Okay, I'm glad you said their skin color and not skin color. Uh, who was it we were just watching? Flesh that? tone. Somebody was just using the word flesh tone in, um, in, in 2020. Unlike Good one of the holiday God. baking wars shows. Uh. Multiple times. I'm trying to make it flesh tone. Oh, you we racist son peach. of a bitch. Yeah. That's embarrassing. You say rose pink. <laughs> 
There are just say cracker. If that's what you mean. Yeah, exactly. Pasty white. Pasty white. Exactly. Sure. That's a good one. Pasty white like me. Yeah. So. There, he just starts snapping pictures. This is great stuff. These are gonna be awesome pictures. I'm gonna put these on my blog. Hell this is yeah. gonna be bitching. Yeah. I'm gonna use the word bitching. This is mm-hmm. 1999. It's 2013, so that word has come back and gone again. What did he steal? Did he steal one of the costumes? Because not yet, not yet. oh my god, I would want a vintage Mickey head. That'd be oh, cool. Who wouldn't? No, there's not gonna be Mickey. It's gonna be oh, yeah, Baloo. You're right. Who? Baloo. Oh, I said Magoo. Mm-hmm. Baloo. I would steal a blue head for apps. I'd steal the whole yeah. costume. King oh, Louis. Fucking oh, yeah. Oh, King Louis is awesome. Yeah. You know what he just wanted? He just wanted man's red fire, Carrie. Yeah. That's all he wanted. Red flower. Which was fire. Mm-hmm. Oh, he called it flower? Red, he, man's red flower. Oh. It was fire. Oh. He wanted fire. Sounds kind of dirty. Pretty smart. You no, know, it, it doesn't. Dirty. Yes, it does. Oh, God, Carrie. <laughs> <sighs> You're ruining Jungle Book, Carrie. Stop it. It's only then, though, that Christopher notices a massive Mickey Mouse costume right in the middle of the floor lying in a heap. Mickey Mouse. He's not super an observant guy, Christopher, because he misses things that are really pretty much unmissable. Yes. He's definitely high on something. Yes, yes. So it's not hanging on the wall. It's laying flat on his back in the middle of this room. In this costume, most of the other costumes are in pretty good shape. They're not bad shape. This one, though, is really rotten. It's got bare patches of, I guess, fake fur. And, but what? Why? It's not real fur. Mickey Mouse doesn't have fur? He's a mouse. Of course he has fur. We, How can you not have you fur? been He's to dinner? Have you, yes. Well, you know what I mean? The costume would no, have. What would the costume? Lo- it's whatever, fabric. Okay. But it's bare in, in patches of okay. his, his fur. People. He has fur. <laughs> Why a is mouse it bare in patches? Okay, I'm saying this without Carrie hearing me. So. <laughs> Then, though, he notices that the Mickey Mouse costume is just wrong. Something's wrong with it. And he realizes, you know what? It's like a photonegative Mickey. Oh, what? The black of the ears. He just realized. He just realized. Again, it takes him a few seconds. He, again, as Aaron has said, he he very possibly is high. Yeah. So the black of the ears and the jacket are white. And the white of the face and the hands are black. And those red pants that Mickey is so famous for, they're the strange light blue color. So it really is literally like it's a photo negative. Mm-hmm. He's so weirded out by this photo negative Mickey that he says, I'm not going to take a picture of that right now. I'm going to wait till the end to take a picture of that. I'm going to finish my pictures and all this other stuff. <laughs> God. Follow his logic. <laughs> Makes so perfect weird. sense. If you're in Christopher's place, yeah. you would have done the same. Uh-huh. Stop laughing at him. Then a nearby Donald Duck costume catches Christopher's eye. Okay, why the F are Mickey and Donald? Because they're Disney. They all the Disney at things this there. Place. Let's assume they also had Baloo and they had the loincloth for, for, for Mowgli himself and they had um, uh, Bagheera and they had Ka. Uh, Ka and they had um, Shere Khan. Shere Khan and they had the orangutan. Uh, what was his name? Oh, King Louie. So they had those too but they no. also had Mickey and Donald. We assume that he doesn't mention any of those things I just said, but let's assume. Mm -hmm. Okay. He does mention Donald and Mickey. Yeah. And the loincloths. So this Donald is all the right colors. It looks normal, but the head hangs rotted and decomposed. Whereas, again, all the other ones were in pretty decent shape. Mm -hmm. So he's a little curious about that, but he really wants a picture of that head. So naturally, Krista decides, I need to to remove that head from the costume because I want to set it up on the floor and take kind of an art shot. I guess. So he struggles, though, with the rotting fabric, but finally he's able to wrench the Donald head free from uh, its body when he hears a loud thud on the floor. Something 
had dropped from inside the head. Mm. He looks down to see a human skull now Ah! splintered into shards on the dank cement floor at his feet. The middle of the skull with the eyes and the sockets, that's intact, and that stares up at him from the floor. (laughs) Bitch. (laughs) So Christopher, obviously scared shitless. Yeah. He drops the Donald Duck head and he bolts (laughs) for the door. Yeah, I'm But his inner artist tugs at him. He has to get a picture of that skull. Of course, for his Twitter. No. no he's get a picture of goddamn everything. This was murder, you guys, maybe. Or at least some kind of gross negligence. Who died in there? That mascot person? What happened here? He doesn't know, but Disney's responsible. He needs proof. Yeah. He's a crusader yeah. now, okay? They got, they got locked in there. Yeah. So he moves back to the skull and the Donald Duck head, but then he stops in his tracks. The Mickey costume begins to rise from the floor. Of course. It gets all the way up to his feet. Mickey stands up facing Christopher between him and the Donald Duck. He's got that maniacal, you know, giant tooth smile, but it's not nearly as cute as it was in Steamboat Willie. Uh Uh-uh. Now it's pretty scary. So brave Christopher tries to take a picture of Mickey, despite the fact he was otherwise, you know, paralyzed with terror. And this thing was... Clearly, by this point, supernatural. So, you know what? I'll take a picture of it. But yeah. So he's looking in the viewfinder of his, of his digital camera, and he sees nothing but kind of blurry blackness. He doesn't see Mickey. But then he sees that the dark pixels kind of start to take a shape, and, and they finally form the silhouette of Mickey Mouse. Then when he sees the image start to move, his camera suddenly dies. Mm-hmm. It goes out. I'm assuming because he took you know a thousand flashes to, to yeah. light his way. So Christopher jumps back. Then when a voice suddenly breaks the silence, it's Mickey. But it's not Mickey. Oh it's God. not his fun, high-pitched, kid-friendly voice at all. It's, it's a good imitation of the Mickey intonation, but it's in a menacing whisper. And this nasty Mickey voice says, hey, want to see my head come off? I'm going to do that again. Hey, want to see my head come off? Is that good? I don't mm-hmm. know if that's like. The creature... This Mickey creature begins to frantically pry at its giant head. It's got these clumsy, you know, thick-fingered gloves, yeah. and, but it's still able to, to tear those big-ass fingers of his into its neck, and it works the fingers into the costume, Ooh. and suddenly thick, chunky yellow blood starts to stream from the costume wounds where he's ripping into its own neck. Okay. Nasty, nasty. Yummy. Christopher finally... Does the right thing. He, he turns around to the door to get out of that horrific room. But as he's running out, he hears the sounds of tearing fabric and flesh as he imagines the head is torn free of the costume. Some people I've re- read this story who, who embellish it, they say that, oh, he, he heard splashing blood on the walls and he heard the he- sound of a head being torn from its spine. But his own actual, which is, you know, go get the actual original yeah. story. It's there in black and white for you. But he just says he heard a quote, sickening tearing of cloth and flesh, which seems bad enough. So it's some kind of a, I don't know, hybrid? Tearing flesh, it sounds like. I'm not completely sure either, but anybody who's played video games probably knows that, or at least what a Foley artist thinks it sounds like. And probably involves celery, ripping celery, I imagine. So he flees, and as he leaves the, the, the doorway, he looks back, and he sees letters, again, that he missed on the way in. Letters are scrawled into that metal door 
with, quote, bone or fingernail, so he knows the medium, uh-huh. and the message says, abandoned by God. Bitch. Mm-hmm. It's dramatic. Very yeah. Dramatic. So he's too, ter- too terrified of what he experienced. Christopher never blogs about it or posts his pictures. Quote, I never got the pictures out of the camera. I never wrote the blog entry about it. After I ran from that place, fled for my sanity, if not my very life, <laughs> I told you he's not a very good writer. I knew why Disney didn't want anyone to know about this place. They didn't want anyone like me getting in. They didn't want anything like that getting out. That's a great last two sentences. So they left it there. He left it there, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he never blogged about it, never did no, his pictures. No, I'm talking about Disney. They oh. could have demolished the whole building. Oh, no, they left everything. What? They had to lock it in, Carrie. They had to lock it. Carrie, don't you? You just don't understand how these things work. You have to lock, lock it, it down in. under. Come on. Okay. That is, he never told about it until posting it um, on Creepypasta <laughs> in May of 2013. <laughs> then he told everyone about it <laughs> at that point. So... The question is, people, and people really ask this question, is was it a hoax? Is this true? Did this really happen? Well, isn't creepypasta so fake, it's, yeah, all it's fake story. stories? You think? No, I, it is. Some people don't think it is. Oh, think that's okay. hilarious because they are fake stories, but oh. that's, that's what they are. They are fake stories that people copy and paste over yes. and over again. Yes. Or make but, up themselves. I think he made this yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or wrote, yeah, people pretty, write their own hoping that they'll get copy and pasted, posted yes. other places, and become, you know, cool Urban creepy pasta. Yeah. yeah. And that's They're that, not supposed to be taken as, this is something that really, really happened. But th- that inevitably happens, especially yes, in our world. by of, people, yeah, yeah, who don't know where it really came from. Or, or don't. Which I guess is kind of the goal of your creepy yeah. pasta. You want it to yeah. get a life of its own, and it's kind of cool. And it has. Know. This one's, I, I had heard about yeah. this before. Uh, you know, for for a while now. But as anyone with an ounce of sense or honesty has said, there's no such thing as Mowgli's Palace. It's not a thing. But if that's true, Carrie, how do you explain that picture I have seen myself of a Google Earth satellite image showing some, like, abandoned-looking buildings along some coastline, and that little red A icon from Google Maps says Mowgli's Palace. Carrie, huh? How do you explain that? A clumsy Photoshop, maybe, but no. Don't be a dick and just believe. Okay. Okay, good. Thank you. You know, real people go in and manipulate Google Maps Stop and, and the labels me. and stuff. Stop ruining it for me. Stop ruining it for America. Okay. With Mowgli's Palace, it said so on the map. So, a uh, little known fact, and I did not know this until I got deeper into this story, is that Disney has abandoned theme parks before. Really? Truthfully, oh. yes. Disney, Discovery Island was on a little island in the middle of Bay Lake, Florida, that Disney bought in 1965. And so it's, it's near Orlando. It's a bunch of now Disney resorts all around it, as a matter of fact. When did they do Disney World? Does it, that... 72, it officially opened, okay. I believe. Something like early 70s right there. So this, he bought the island in 65, and it opened years later as Treasure Island. And it was kind of a zoo. Hmm. It's really huh. kind of a precursor to Animal Kingdom. It was renamed Discovery Island, and then it was remained operational all the way up until 1999. They closed it down; it just got stale, and so they moved the islands to the brand new animal. The, I'm sorry, they moved the animals to the, to the brand newly opened Animal Kingdom, just, just kind of took its place. Yeah, and abandoned Discovery Island. It's still there. You're not allowed on it. Disney still owns it. This is Disney owns you know most of the area yeah. around Orlando, it's, but you can see it, the island. 
visible from the shores of, of Bay Lake around it. Very, it's right out there. I'm, I'm, and you can see it on Google Maps. Huh. Another one was River Country Water Park. That was Disney's first water park. So it was before Typhoon Lagoon and Blizzard Beach, which are still running. River Country opened in 1976, also along the coast of Bay Lake in Florida. So uh, just across the water from Discovery Island. It was closed in 2001, again, having just kind of outlived its useful life. They had opened two it's more weird. since. Yeah, they maybe updated or something. Yeah, but they had two more that were brand new. So huh. I'm sure they'll do, you know, eventually. Who knows, though? The, uh, so it closed in 2001. And you can see, again, you can see both these on Google. You can see the river country, all the abandoned buildings perfectly. It's really? still pretty open, not that many trees. Discover Island, though, is so completely forested that you just kind of see some rooftops through the canopy a little huh. bit, some old abandoned rooftops. It's kind of cool. And also note that that scene, you know, the scene from Mowgli's Palace where you get like the break room in that and where the, the pens, like, like they just suddenly yeah. laugh. You know, that is reminiscent of? No. Tower of Terror. Right, they were going for that. It was like, remember in Tower of Terror, those oh, yeah. rooms where it's just like people just got up and left this yeah. haunted hotel very suddenly in the 1930s or whatever. So I don't know. And Tower of Terror opened in July of 1994. This was first posted on Creepypasta on May 20th, 2013. I don't know if that was his inspiration for it or not, but it could be a little bit borrowed from Tower of Terror. Uh, Christopher Wolf, who wrote this, he writes on Reddit very frequently as under the name Slime Beast. <laughs> So yes. when your source is Slime Beast, who is Reddit famous, and he posted on Creepypasta, you're on some very secure footing mm-hmm. in terms of factualness of the story mm-hmm. there for sure. Yeah. But alas, no, there is no, and never was any uh, Mowgli's Palace. It has been thoroughly debunked. Also, just use your common sense. Any well, yes. sentient being who was alive in the 1990s as we were would have definitely heard mm-hmm. of A, it being a thing that was going to happen, then B, the shocking international news of Disney abandoning a theme park the day it was going to open. I and mean, also that it was opened within a year. Yeah, that was a yeah. very fast. I don't think he understands how long those things <laughs> no. take. No. Because he didn't need to mention that. No. He should have just said yeah. vaguely it opened in the 1990s. Yeah. But he literally says, it's ready in a year. Okay, yeah. Christopher, just you know, ask a friend. Yeah. How long does it take to build a theme park? <laughs> More than a year, Christopher. Yeah. But then, okay, maybe it's the Mandela effect, Gary. Maybe we just don't remember it. I don't know. I don't know Let's either. go down that rabbit hole. Plus, people would have been taking pictures of it. All the time. Oh, You'd yeah. see it in every freaking mm-hmm. yeah. website of, you know, it, it would have been on, what's that, Life Without People? They would have filmed there. I was going to say, this guy saw saw an episode of Life Without Probably. People. Probably. Mm-hmm. And, and again, also, you can't expunge things from all media yes. in the world. Disney is not a Bond villain. It doesn't have that kind of pull. And as Christopher helpfully points out, no one had thought to write about it or blog about it At, ever. Yeah. So that's not a possible thing. So what do you think, Carrie? I think it was built on an ancient Indian burial ground. Ooh, yeah. All of America. Yeah. yeah. Yes. You know, I think we should give it a, let's backfill its origin story. Yeah. So you say ancient Indian burial ground, mm-hmm. Aaron? Um, so we're filling up the crew bosses back. Yeah. I say. How it happened. How, how do those, you know, I why say, are there. I say, yeah, there's, some, there's an evil force mm-hmm. on Emerald mm-hmm. Isle that mm-hmm. the locals know about and they try to say, oh, yeah, uh, you can build a highway. Go for it. Oh. Oh, you're building a possess and it's gonna kill it's gonna kill. Y'all sent a lie to us. And they figured out that shit. So they're like, oh shit, now we gotta close it down and nobody can know about our because then they think we're failures. So we gotta pay some big money, big money, big money. I think maybe it was uh, maybe it was kind of I know what you did last summer scenario. Maybe 
you know, they accidentally killed somebody, a mascot person, and so they had to shut it down. Or, or right, they, were, they did close it for whatever reason, and the memo didn't get to at least one costume character who got shut up in that chained up room yeah. and starved to death inside there. That's a possible, and that ghost would be very angry. And that would explain the 80 foot python. And yeah, but that other. doesn't explain why they shut it down. No, it doesn't. So maybe that's the, um, yeah, I don't know why. They had to have a reason before. Maybe, okay, okay, they're training. A mascot dies. Disney doesn't want any more deaths on its head. They've had Seriously. some problems with that before. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. uh, and they, I was going to say, we they don't want the bad publicity. And so they think, you know what? The first publicity this is going to be is going to be one of our workers died. One of our mascots wearing a Mickey or Donald Duck uniform costume died. Let's just shut it down. Let's close people. <laughs> yeah. Let's blow it off, man. Let's do this. Let's not do this. Hear Again. Pretty rickety. Come yeah. on. Yeah. That's my theory. We spent. Just release I have the a Panther. billion dollars making this thing. Thirty million. Shut it down. Christopher oh, may also not realize how expensive theme yeah. parks are yeah. built. The the other red flag was uh, mascots only. They don't call them mascots, and then he called them characters later. Yeah, you're right. You're right. The in fact, there's some some dude wrote has a blog piece or whatever that has the 18 flaws in the story. Yeah, <laughs> most of them are pretty lame. Actually, the flaws, mm-hmm. the flaws. I mean, oh. the, we've just rattled off yeah. many very, very obvious flaws, but most of his flaws are like, I don't know, they're nitpicky stuff. It's just, dude, yeah. no, no. Everyone in the world <laughs> would have heard about it, and it's the late 90s, okay? <laughs> no, it's not a possible thing. Yeah, There'd, there'd be people there all the time. Mm-hmm. He, he, yeah. he found it and easily got in, et cetera. There'd be, you know. Yeah, you can silent the, the local South Carolina media, but you're going to yeah. silence. North Carolina. Whatever, Los Angeles mm. Times and New York Times. Absolutely, Gary Disney. Everybody Disney. else. They got big money. Big, yeah. big, big money. That mouse, it's got its hand in everything, The Carrie. mouse, Carrie. The mouse. <laughs> the mouse is all It knows powerful. everyone and everything. Damn right he is. So that's the story of Mowgli's Palace in Emerald Isle, North Carolina. Go there yeah. and visit it today. Probably Check never it out heard of it. Tell us what it looks. It's not that exciting of a creepypasta. I think it's a good one. Actually, I think he wrote... A good story here, Christopher. See, it would have been better. It's, it's, there's just like unnecessary details, and it feels no, like there's a little bit of lost, like wasted potential. Like there could have been yeah. some cool shit down. Like that's true. Of like, dun-a, 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 dun-a. oh no, like there's that, a mascot yeah. after me. Don't don't. Yeah. Kind of kept it, you know. Yeah. Why didn't it fun. chase after him? Yeah, exactly. Why did the snake just slither peacefully into the forest exactly. instead of eating him? So that's what I want to know. Threw the snake in there, and then it's yeah. gone. Yeah, Why yeah, was yeah. the snake there? Where did the snake go? Why didn't it come back? So this evil mascot also like makes giant snakes. Like so Disney yeah. uh, hybrid some manufacturer through DNA technology yeah, in the nineties, a giant eighty foot snake, uh, which doesn't exist. Yeah. So there's mm. not a whole lot you can build on with this creepy pasta. So that's why that's another reason people mm. they try to make creepy pastas that you can like evolve and do shit with, uh, okay. and those are the ones that tend to be good and like have video games based well, on You know what you need for that. You guys hear about it. I, re- I would think then you need kind of a recurring character for that, like Slender Man yes. or something like that, that or, people yeah. can adopt and that character and put it in other situations. Yeah. Here, this is the location, is the character, and yeah. you can't move it around. Mm-mm. You can make other stories. Oh, my God, Christopher, I had a very similar yeah. adventure myself, only more interesting. See, Here it is. Cool of, like, you can make, if they set it up where it was cooler then they can make it or more interesting and they, they, you could see other stories of I went to go or if they had someone go in there and not come out yeah, that'd be a cool be story yeah. like my friend good. went to go visit this and uh, Ooh, I yeah. see on their iCloud account Found these weird photos footage movie yeah Bam. there you go 
We just wrote our found footage movie. Yeah, right. And Christopher can't get any part of that because he says it's a real place. So we're just writing about a real place. We're not taking your idea of a fake place because it's a real place, Christopher. You just said so. That'd be a great quarantine movie. You can make that very low. You know, you don't need a ton of crew. No, you don't. Just out in the forest. But you need about four or five, twenty somethings. Most of whom will die. Yeah. Maybe five or six. Exactly. Depends on how many you want to kill off. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Rachel, and then, if you're listening, there you go. Get on it. Get on it. Do it. Write it up. Mm-hmm. <sighs> That's Mowgli's Palace, Carrie. Thanks, Dean. That's yeah. our first in our series of spooky Halloween episodes throughout the month of October. <laughs> Thanks, Willis. Tell them where to find oh. us and stuff like that. Weird World Podcast on... All the things, the Facebook, things, Instagram, sure. Patreon. If you go to a crossroad and you return <laughs> to the eastward wind, I might show up. Yep. yep. In, a, in a puff of smoke. Crocheting. Yeah, that's how you find us. Yeah. A crochet. That's, that's how you find her. Mm-hmm. So you find ourselves. That's how you find my Twitter. Okay. Yeah. So I do Twitter, but only, I do tweet, but Pretty only secret. people who do this crossroad things exactly. can actually read those tweets. Sure. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Nice that, try. That explains it. That explains my apparent lack of tweets. <laughs> mm-hmm. So thanks for listening. Until yep. next scary Thursday. See ya. Spooky Thursday. Spooky Thursday.